I am so excited to welcome on the podcast Connection Coders, Fab and Claire. They are based in Redding, California, where they are leading a school for Christian actors, dancers, and people pursuing their dreams in the entertainment industry. They're coming on today to share their Connection Codes journey, what has changed in their life, and what they want others to take away from this education. Without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome to the Connection Code. This is the podcast where we break open our emotions to take us from being disconnected to connected in our relationships and in ourselves. I am your host, Tara Wages, and joining me is marriage and family therapist, clinical sexologist, Dr. Glenn Hill, and his incredible wife, Phyllis. Together, they have founded The Connection Codes, which is the guide to human connection. And we're so glad you're here. Hello, world. Hi, friends. We are so excited today Mm -hmm. to have... Oh, some special friends. We've been trying for months to Mm. get them on our podcast and they are world travelers. So Mm. they are all over the place, but today we're together and so excited to introduce uh, our audience to Fab and Claire. And we won't give away anything beyond that. Welcome, you Mm -hmm. guys. And we would love you you to, oh yes, thank you for being on our podcast. And we would love Mm -hmm. to hear who you are, and then how you first were introduced to the Connection Codes. Oh, first of all, it's beautiful to see your faces. Mm. So good to be on your podcast. We're so excited. But yeah, my name is Fab. I am currently the Dean of Bethel Conservatory of the Arts in Redding, California. And we, it's my beautiful wife, Claire. Hi. <laughs> and uh, we, we started a conservatory about seven years ago. Because we've both been in the entertainment industry, Claire as a dancer, myself as an actor and a producer, since we were pretty young, really. And we just realized there were so many believers in the industry that, for one, so many believers in the industry that were necessarily struggling with their faith. And so many believers in the church that had this desire to want to go into the performing arts, Mm. but were told by their church that, oh, it's probably not a good idea because Hollywood is the big bad dragon and it's going to swallow you up. Mm. Or the fact they just didn't realize that God would call them to be a missionary in this field, because unless you're a missionary in the 1040 window in some developing countries, then the entertainment field is a real lesser mission field. So now we're seven years in and we train actors, dancers, screenwriters, musical theater performers to go into the industry, not just because they want to how do I say it, become a missionary in the industry, but because they actually love it, right? They, they do it from a point of love. But they also want to see the culture and the content of the current mm. streaming platforms, Hollywood change, and just really be a voice of hope to people, whether it's the makeup artist, the grip, the boom yeah. operator, wow. the actor, to actually, don't we? That's our heart. Wow. I love that. So, uh, are you guys faking the accent right now, or is that part of your life, where you're from kind of thing? Well, I'm from Nashville. <laughs> actually, I'm from my accent's actually from Franklin. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, we're from the UK. So we've lived here in Redding, California for my gosh, 11 years now. Yeah. 
Wow. Oh, yeah. Still not changed it, Phyllis. Still kept. Our kids have even still kept their English accents. This, wow. Yeah, our kids. It, it, actually, it was a little prayer of mine. When we knew that the Lord was <laughs> taking us to, to America, I was like, that's awesome. But can they keep their English accents, please? And because they were eight years old and 10 years old. And so it was a bit of a joke. My, It was my dad, actually, that said, oh, you're going to America. And she, he said it was. he was really excited for us. But one of the first things was, what's going to happen to Bella and Joshie's little English accents? I'm like, we'll stay strong. <laughs> but no, it was it's funny. I think his voice more has been changed. He has the little American twangs sometimes. But we love America, so she why wouldn't I have some of the twangs? No, this is our home. We love America. And yeah. What's funny for us is we love hearing the accent. It's please keep it because we yeah. love it. And yeah. yeah, so we're just teasing yeah. about that. But love yeah. that you guys uh, have that heritage. And yeah. that is really incredible. And yeah. so well, so hold on. go over the vital statistics okay. about the two of you, yeah, how long you've been married, your kids. Yeah. So we have been married for 23 no, years. It's usually the guy that gets it wrong and now she's getting it wrong. <laughs> 25 years next year. So yeah. it's a big year for us. And I turn 50 next year. Um, Look how beautiful she looks. For her. Yes. That's oh amazing. my goodness. She looks incredible. Yes. <laughs> um, we have two children, Bella, who's 21, and Joshi, who is 19. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, and they're here that. with us in Redding, California. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Cool. And so how did you guys first encounter the connection codes? It was so the children's pastor at the time, Seth Dahl, okay. he I know you guys were coming up to this must be like five years ago, I would have thought. Mm -hmm. And Seth Dahl was maybe would it be more? I don't know. Probably around about that. But uh, Seth Dahl was like, you've got to meet. Glenn and Phyllis and I was like heck yeah would love to and then I think we got on a call we got on a FaceTime and we chatted mm -hmm. and then you came up to Reading and we met we went out for dinner and then you mm -hmm. spoke at Bethel Conservatory of the Arts mm -hmm. and I remember saying everybody has got to get this book whoever can't buy this book I'll pay for you so mm -hmm. I remember a lot of people put their hand up and I was like make sure you get rid of all these books and read it but yeah that's how we were introduced. And then just, and Paul McClure as well. Mm. And then the rest, they say, is history. Mm. And I love that you're saying you think it's five years or longer. And actually, mm. it's not at all. We came to Reading in 2021. So it's only been oh two years. And yet, that's what I love about the Connection Codes. It, it's, it changes the mm. time as far as friendship. Right. And we've been in your home, which is so incredibly special. And you've been in our home. Mm -hmm. And it's as though we've known each other for decades because yeah. the closeness and the mm -hmm. depth of our relationship and just the transparency that we've shared, mm -hmm. which is one of the things that I love about the connection codes is the people that we have met through this it's there's an instant connection and definitely mm -hmm. have experienced that with you guys and just love uh, all of that. And part of why we really wanted to have you on today is because it is powerful for y'all to share what the connection codes has done, just the actual takeaway, the mm -hmm. what had really, what has stuck, what has worked 
because I think that there's often on podcasts, we do all the talking in a sense Mm -hmm. and people go, okay, that works for you. But what about Mm -hmm. someone who's been married 25 years? Yeah. And has a British accent. Right. From a different culture. Possibly work. Right. Well, the accent definitely does make the connection codes far more appealing, I think. And I do it in a Shakespearean accent as well, being an actor. So I I use it. That makes all the difference. The core emotion of wheel. Love it. Yeah. So big takeaways. What what has struck you the most and stuck with you uh, the most with the connection codes? I I would say for one thing, it's it's not just been life-changing, it's been beyond transformative. I can give you some backstory as well. We tried it for, but I had an encounter in 2022 with the Lord that totally changed absolutely my life, changed mm. everything. And then I think it was applying the connection codes after being healthy and getting healthy that really, I would say, accelerated the process Because before that, when I tried to do it, we would start something and Mm. then we wouldn't always continue the pattern. We would we'd break out of it and it would work for a bit. But once I had that encounter with the Lord, if you want me to share it, I'd I'd be willing to share it. But that literally changed everything. And every day for the last 15 months, Mm. we have been implementing it every single day. And I think what has changed is our disconnection has gone from days to minutes Mm -hmm. wow and we've never and and the thing is we live it like we're not just saying it because we're on your podcast it's something we do every single day and we do it with our staff we do it it just as i think for me it made me realize my triggers Mm. and it stopped me leaning into my triggers and Mm. just listen rather than trying to fix yeah no I was no I I totally agree I think that it is all about the listening to each other and valuing each other rather than the fixing thing that's been the big thing that has you know it's taken time because it we had many years of Mm. in a cycle of the most people would think we're we're doing well and we were doing well but we had these cycles in our marriage that were just like oh so destructive and I would say, I'd like to disagree. I'd like to say that we weren't doing well because you can either be okay or you can go, no, we actually want to thrive. And I actually yeah. will say to this woman, she hates me saying this and she probably doesn't want to say it, but for 23 years of marriage, I did not treat her well. Mm. I did not in any way, shape or form treat her like the queen that she is. Mm. And I was sat down in Italy. She was sat next to me. And the Lord just hit me across the baseball, the chest with a baseball bat. And he said, you're an addict. And I said, what am I addicted to? And he says, you're addicted to busyness. Mm. And he said, you medicate with cigars, social media, and alcohol. He said, you treat your wife like an employee and you preach Mm. in a message you do not live. Mm. And from that moment, I went completely teetotal. I stopped all my my cycles of medication. Mm. And I realized that all I'd done for 23 years was cause her pain. Now, I'm not saying there weren't times when it was good. And she doesn't like me saying this. And I would say this, forgive me for saying this, because she thinks it's out of context. But I would verbally abuse her. Mm. And I would. No, I don't mind using that word. I just I think you have to have context. I have to have context. I did not give her a voice. 
Mm. And yeah. the moment I started to give her a voice by getting all these cycles of medication out and saying, right now, we're going to do everything we can. We use the connection. Code. Listen, I, don't know if you, I know you guys know this, but the connection codes isn't just a tool. It's transformed our lives. Yeah. Like it has transformed our lives yeah. because Prior to that, I lost all my staff because I was an absent leader. I was busy. I got my identity from busyness. The last two years, we've lost no staff. Mm. Wow. The way it's changed our lives has just been unbelievable. And I wanted to share that for context that when I did it out of unhealth, mm. I don't think I, I did it because it was a formula. Mm. Now I'm doing it because I'm like, oh no, this stuff works beyond belief. And giving her a voice and seeing how her voice is just exploded in the conservatory and her confidence mm. it's a whole different level I, th it? I think it's the, the fact that it's the that listening thing the very simple thing of just listening and then not having to fix because that was the we were both doing that all constantly we would be having these things that would come up and we think that we're listening to somebody <laughs> right. and then coming in too quickly and oh we can do this and we've done it with our children gosh I was doing it all the time with Bella and Josh thinking that I was actually doing something that was going to benefit Absolutely. them and help them and thinking that was my you know me being mother coming and just going oh but look I can see this pain but let me help you and so I did that constantly but actually with the with what we've learned through just healthy communication and learning to listen and not to have to fix that that is just such a huge thing for us mm. and then the other person it felt this ground that we have now and I said to Fab this morning I just gave him a big hug and I said oh was it last night last actually night. I said, thank you for being he's a safe he's a safe place yeah. for me to actually feel oh I'm not but there's no rush here. There's not, we're, we're doing wow. it because we can see the, the fruit of it. But there's, mm -hmm. there's not this kind of, I always felt that I was the one catching up to my husband. Like, oh my gosh, if I don't figure it out now, then what am I going to do? And that was my, I realized the undercurrent of how I lived my life. Mm -hmm. But now it's, we feel like we're on the same team, don't we? 100%. <laughs> it's taken us 24 years, but as long as you get there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I never yeah. saw her as my best friend before, but now she absolutely wow. is. Yeah. I want to back up to that because mm -hmm. I do appreciate the honesty, mm -hmm. Fab, of you saying you treated her like an employee. And I know you work together, so mm -hmm. it's almost like that's one ingredient. There's There are people listening to this podcast who have that dynamic with their partner where they're in a work environment and that is super painful when you treat your spouse mm. like an employee and sometimes we do it and we're don't e we're not even working right. together we yeah. have two separate jobs and yet mm. there is that kind of that attitude of i'm in charge you're mm. lesser than you need to just listen to mm. me and i know that when i sold my company and i came over and started working with glenn on connection codes for us that was a new dance we had um, i would say we had partnered well over the years in business we've always been entrepreneurs but this was really different and mm. he as he he's the educated one he went and got all the degrees and went to the school mm -hmm. i definitely didn't have that and i was trying to catch up i was trying mm -hmm. to learn all the things mm -hmm. and 
definitely get that dynamic but i'm so thankful that glenn never did treat me like an employee um i would say there were times where he was trying to teach me so he is he's much more a teacher so he would treat me like i needed to be taught something but that's the other thing about connection codes i love having the tools for me to say that hurts or that's sad for me, that's pain for me. And then we could talk about it because he was not aware of that dynamic. Yeah. yeah, and there are times that I would just point something out. I'm thinking it's gonna be an eight second interaction and she would get hit with shame. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, often didn't know that. And if she doesn't tell me, I don't know it. And then experience her as being distant from me for the next hour, the next two hours, whatever. Mm-hmm. With the connection code, she's able just to say, well, I felt some shame. When you said that, and it doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It doesn't mean that for a while when we were first doing the webinars, she would say that really resonated with me instead of resonated. It's just a word. Her first language is German. She grew up in Germany. But there's just certain words that she misses on. And that's uh, a big one. And I still can't get it even when he's sitting beside me and telling you I can't even hear it. It sounds like the same word to me. <laughs> I didn't know that was, she would get hit with shame. And we're in the middle of in this webinar where we do the experience assignments and then we're getting back on in six minutes. And then she got to the point where she could just tell me that. She goes, baby, I feel a lot of shame whenever you say that. And it was just so beautiful. And you go, oh, because I view her as so phenomenal, so stalwart that nothing phases her. And we've just learned the last two or three years, she's actually just a human. I thought she was this Amazon Wonder Woman person that's not <laughs> anything, but she's actually just which is pretty cool. So in going back to that statement that you made, Fab, how did that play out with the two of you mm. when you realized that you treated her like an employee? What did that look like? Oh my gosh. I was the one that was the bullet train and she was the slower one. Mm. And I would always goad her for, for her pace. And she'd come home and she'd ask me things. And I was like, why are you asking me how to do your computer like we employ people to do it get there quicker why am i telling you three times did you not write it down if i was to tell an employee to do this and they wouldn't do it three or four times i'd be having a really hard conversation with them Mm -hmm. so why am i doing it with you and just that dysfunctional kind of banter that was not even banter really it was it was real accusatory Mm -hmm. and it was but it was also the fact that i was bringing i think we were both bringing home our work where there wasn't, we didn't know a clear boundary to cut off. I mean, we were still in startup with BCA and there was, mm-hmm. there always seemed to be so many fires that we, <laughs> we were involved in putting out. So it was very difficult to find that we weren't good at setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we come in, that's it. And we can live without having to bring our work in. And that was a huge thing. As well. That was a little part of it. But I think it was the posture of heart because we still mm-hmm. have fires to put out. We still have work that we bring home, but it's just, it's the internal world that's completely changed. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 And to get to the core, even the pain points of the day mm. for either one of you, but for Fab to be able to just go, Ooh, a lot of pain today, pain. Claire goes, Ooh, what happened with pain? What did I miss? And for him to be able to process that mm. in 30 seconds, instead of not processing it for 45 minutes or, and then Claire's a smart girl. She would know something's happening with him, but she didn't know what. And so even if he doesn't say anything critical to her, she still senses that, oh, he's he probably regrets marrying me or he wishes that I was taller or whatever. And so she then they just lose each other. And for him to be able to say, oh, a lot of pain. 
Yeah. Changes the whole dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. And that core, it's like the core belief is just set in stone in that, in the negative sense. For me, it was, I'm never good enough. Mm. The evidence is there. I'm not good enough. It it just never changed. But now it's changing. It's totally different. Because I remember she would say, I never think I'll be good enough for you. And I remember 12 years ago, we just got here. I went back in the room and I said, you won't. And I can't believe like just stuff mm. like that that came out of my mouth that was so mm. ridiculous thinking about it. And I guess even though we've been through that encounter, we got back from a deliverance retreat a month ago, which again, radically changed our lives. But I think there's still, the guy in the deliverance retreat said one thing, he says, have you felt after deliverance? And I said, I feel a lot of peace and joy, but I still feel a shame on how I treated my wife, how I treated my daughter. And it's living through that elements of shame of lost time. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're quicker now to bring it up to the surface. You do it. this a lot. You'll just come into a room and say, babe, I'm feeling shame on this. And we have a, a Ooh, moment. You know, it doesn't have to... Oh, it honestly, <laughs> it, it, blows it. My, it blows me away. Yeah. He just comes yeah. in and he'll just go, I'm feeling shame right now. Uh, so we just have, but you're right. It doesn't have to take two hours. But if it does amazing? take two hours, let's go there. Let's. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yeah, I have to read you this because. Uh, I just want to say, Claire, when he says that, I can even see it right now. Mm. It washes over you. Yeah. And it's so powerful that yeah. just say, walking in and saying, "I'm just really feeling shame about." Yeah. I'm remembering this this time that I said this to you and I feel shame about that. Mm. And it just washes. There's so much healing that occurs in relationship when the wounding has happened in relationship, like Mm. to be able to say that to her, it's so beautiful. And it does, like you say, it doesn't have to take but 30 seconds, but it washes over you. And it's like a blanket. I think of it Mm. as a blanket has been put around your shoulders on a cold night. Mm. And you feel the warmth of that whenever yeah. those words are spoken, which yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah. Okay, I have to read you this. We did an intensive with this couple, and this dude would just say stuff. And I'd be like, what did you just say? Hold on, I got to write that down. It was amazing. So listen to this. He goes, and again, this is just casual conversation. I, I'm thinking this is a six-month research project that he came up with this, but he just said it randomly. He said, Shame tells me I'm not in alignment with who I want to be. And it's an invitation to become a better version of myself because I'm capable of more. I want Fab to feel shame for him to go, oh, babe, I feel some shame. She goes, oh, what's happening with shame? What am I missing? I can be better for you. Dang it. I was not the best possible version of myself for you, just for myself's sake, but for you. Mm. And I'm moving up. I'm moving on. I'm leveling up. I'm going to become more powerful. Number one, because I just can and I need to. Number two, because you deserve it. And we're going to rock and roll and we're going to have fun together the rest of our lives. I'm sure I'm glad Fab felt shame. And in the church, we've said to people, oh, you need to be shame free. Absolutely not. A shame free person is called a sociopath. And we're trying to create more sociopaths. Uh, And exactly what you're saying, Fab, if I'm hearing you, that you went for quite some time where you just missed it with this woman 
and didn't get punched in the face with shame. What you were not aware, you weren't tuned into the guilt and shame. They said, "Hey, Fab, buddy, pay attention. <laughs> Don't treat her like that." And then it finally sank in, and you're like, "Ooh, shoot!" Not once, twice, ten times, a bunch of times. I interacted, I behaved with this woman that was not the best version of me. I can be the best version of me. Mm, so powerful. Yeah. I love even you brought up your daughter, Bella, and just saying mm. you missed with her as well. And to even realize just saying the simple sentence, yeah. I just got hit with some shame about this. Mm. Just to remember that washes over her. Right. It's like a blanket. Yeah. It's, such a, it, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I think sometimes we complicate mm. the whole process, right? We know that there's times when we realize we've not been the best parent mm. or yeah. the best spouse, and then we complicate it mm. instead of just using the simple tools and the words mm. of saying, I feel shame. Yeah. And I think what I really liked about it is, Glenn, is what you said, like 19 seconds to diffuse yeah. any emotion, right? That's what it is. Right? And the thing is, what I realized was, I love what you both do. This is science. Mm -hmm. So it's a law. If you don't implement a law or try and contravene a law, something's going to happen. If you have 10 people, black, white, young, tall, Asian, whatever, on the top of the building and they all jump off, gravity is no respecter of people you will all die no nope. so if there is a law of communication why are we trying to contravene it mm. yeah, can't be done yeah you either evoke the law or you don't but if you don't evoke the law it's like trying to say to a bird become a fish mm. like you can't so mm. if there's a scientific way to communicate then communicate with it rather than against it yeah yeah and that's the reason we call it the connection codes because we're coded this way, this is hardwired inside of Claire, and we can resist it all we want. And we can say, oh, no, Claire, gravity won't play in today. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're faith-based or not. This is real. And if, and if Claire does not feel seen and heard by Fab, they won't connect deeply. Not because I wrote about it on page 87. It's because it's, it was true before I was born. It's just the human condition. Uh, and it's part of the whole message of the connection goes is this is true for every human on the planet. You, you don't get to opt out of this. And it doesn't matter if you know your personality profile. Uh, if you do, great. Learn it. I think you should learn as much as you can about yourself, your love language, whatever. That's awesome. Uh, but if you don't learn that and you know how to use the connection codes, you will connect deeply. Mm -hmm. If you don't learn, again, the connection codes, not our book, the connection codes, but the human condition connection codes, uh, you will not be able to connect. Deeply. But the thing is, you've made it so attainable. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what I love about it is it, you tell me having an emotion is not wrong, it just is. But I think we can lean into that so much. But the point is, we're in a world now where we apply it to one area, but not another area. Go, I'm mm -hmm. using my emotions in another area. So if you have a car, and you feel you want to put, because my emotions tell me I want to put orange juice in the engine today. I'm like, no, it only works on gas, diesel, or electric. Your emotions do not care. And I'm like, when it comes to connection, just because I might be triggered or my emotions be high, count to 19 
<laughs> and then go, I'm not going to be triggered. I'm just going to, I'm going to put the formula in place mm. because it works. Mm. And once it's tried and tested and you see the results of it, mm. then just keep doing it, replicate it. You want to go to the gym and you want to work out, then don't have a McDonald's. Go to the gym and, because there is a law of resistance training. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as humans, sometimes we allow our emotion too much to take over rather than just trusting the process. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and our coding, again, if you look at a 12-month-old or an 18-month-old, they just process the emotion immediately. And that's the reason they're able to go to sleep at night. Uh, and we get older and then we force ourselves to go to sleep. Uh, my parents instituted the go to sleep or I'll spank you policy, which always helped me sleep better. Uh, and I'm not mad at them. I think they were doing the best they knew how at that moment. But I can remember that, getting spanked for not going to sleep. And I'm like, huh. I <laughs> No, I really don't go into sleep, but anyway, yeah. and I'm not mad at it, about it, but I'm, I'm <laughs> looking back, that didn't work. Um, anyway, we're coded, we're hardwired to process the emotion uh, immediately, and that's the way we're set up to do, and that never changes on any birthday, where now yes. we say to Claire, Claire, I want you to process emotion once a week, and this little girl had a whole bunch more birthdays once a week or once a day. Just you inhale, you exhale, you inhale, you exhale, you experience the emotion, process it in the moment. Uh, the, the emotion just tapping on the shoulder, giving you a message, telling you that there's something that you need to tune into and you do that. And it, we just become more and more powerful. And this byproduct is we connect with the other, whoever the other is, our partner, our kids, our neighbor, our mom, our friends. And yeah, I don't know. It's a beautiful thing. Again, I'm faith-based. I think it reflects the genius of God. Because yeah. yeah. I've really been struck just the last few months that Phyllis walks in the room and she goes, babe, I felt hurt by what you said earlier. If I follow her energy or if I'm present with her, if I'm safe yes. with her, help her process through the hurt, we are more bonded mm -hmm. 35 yes. seconds later than we were 35 <laughs> seconds ago. Now... I'm glad that I heard her. Not really. I don't want to on purpose. And I think that reflects the genius of God that now this detriment has become a benefit. Mm -hmm. This negative has become a positive. And now, sure, I'm glad I hurt my wife because now <laughs> really feels safe with me. And again, I don't want to hurt her on purpose. We're going to miss with each other. We, we just, every human does. And when we miss, we actually can, that can be a benefit that we're more connected. She feels safer with me now, 35 seconds later because I was following her energy, I was present, uh, safe uh, mm. for her. It's, it's so mad because what we found as well is that it's happening to, to both of us. So we're figuring out what that is. Mm. And the after effect of that is the fact that it goes through our Bella and Joshi, our children. They witness because there's been time now that they can actually witness the change. Like the, there's proof, there's fruit in what wasn't there beforehand mm -hmm. where we start something and would be really great for a while and then no we'll just we wouldn't finish it or whatever they knew that cycle they were in our house but so now they can actually we ask them we, because there's been some stuff that has, has happened especially for our daughter she mm -hmm. was the oldest one and so we know that there's a lot of pain that has been caused by that but there's a softening that's happening. And there's a, something that is just, it just feels like there's a, a river that's running through what, and, and we're faith-based, through what God has done through us, going through our family and also for our staff and faculty and students. We're, we're building a school here. And so 
for us to see the effect and the yeah. fruit slowly everything but there's in a moment the shift happens mm. and then you just you're able to see the fruit of that after mm. kind of weeks and months and then a year and you're like oh my gosh mm-hmm. none of our staff have blessed this year they yeah. want to stay with us you're like wow okay wow yeah yeah that, mm. that's exciting I love it. And I do have to mention, especially because I'm a clinical sexologist, it's just amazing to me when we get deep emotional connection with our partners, the dynamic sexual connection we can build on top of that. And that's the reason we have people go through the foundations masterclass first uh, so that they get this dynamic, this deep emotional safety Mm -hmm. so that for either one of us, but so that Phyllis can say to me and she's learned the language, she can go, I feel some fear. Uh, about us connecting sexually. Oh, I feel some shame. Mm. I, I don't feel good enough. I'm older than I used to be. I don't look like we on the day like we looked on the day I met. Mm. Uh, and to be able mm. to process through that. Again, if I'm safe for her, 35 seconds later, we're more bonded. And mm. then that's what builds the dynamic sexual uh, connection. We do entire podcasts on that because it's so powerful. And I had no idea. We just did not know that. I don't think we knew it culturally, but Phyllis and I certainly didn't know it 20 years ago. We had no idea. I love the part that it's the human condition. And so Mm. it's not limited to just communication, like, oh, this helps us have good communication Mm. or, oh, this helps us solve problems as a business. It's not just a one thing. It's Mm. like when you get good at communicating at the core, then it does go over into your sexual relationship with your spouse when you're able to go, wow, I can use the same language to communicate. It works there too. Or wow, it works with my children. I didn't know this was about parenting. I thought it was Mm. simply about marriage. And then you go, look at this is the same Mm. uh, language that we would use with our two-year-old or our 20-year-old. It's even we are startled of the research and startled of how it is working, not just in marriage, but in business Mm. and in all relationships and love just hearing from you guys. I I know we're going to run out of time. I knew this was going to happen. We've got, we could talk hours with you guys, but if someone is listening maybe to this podcast for the first time, what would you say to someone who questioning or not sure that they want to do this would you say to them to get them interested in the connection codes i would say not doing the consequence of not doing it Mm. is there's too much fallout Mm. like everything in life is by design Mm. right so if you realize that the way your life is going right now is not working for you, then you need to implement something and trust the process. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we've done it, because we see you do it, and we say to your I see you do it. It's not like sometimes people that implement things don't always feel like they're living it, but I've seen you guys live it the way you do it. And that's inspired us to go, okay, let's try it. This works. People give up too quickly because they get triggered. And I'm like, listen, if you just trust the process, mm. trust how you were created, wow. coded, right? Trust it. Because when you go contra, 
Mm. You're just relying on default, like all you know, but obviously it's not working. So the fact that they've been introduced to you or reading the book is mm. like something because they're trying to get, some, they're trying to understand a better way to connect and communicate. Yeah. So my thing to me is go, your life has to be by design. If you want better connection, this has to be the way to do it. Wow. wow. I love it. What about you, Claire? What would you say to somebody? I would say if they're wanting to better themselves, if they, I'd be really simple. It comes down to me saying, if you're wanting to be a better listener, mm. then it, and to, yeah, just to, to listen. If you want to listen well, then it is worth everything. Do you know what I mean? I, I think it's as simple as that. Too many, learning to listen. Wow. Too many people feel, feel they need to give you advice or an opinion. Oh, mm. yes. Or have got to chip in. And mm. I'm like, just shut up. I just want you to ooh me. Yeah. Tell me, like, what do you need? How can I help you? You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, most of the time we figure it out in the process mm. of talking and mm. just going, oh, thank you. I felt heard. So mm. many people chip in. Yeah. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is that what we found as well, there are moments where I'm quick to say something and he says, you're not listening to me right now. Just li I, I'm not asking you. And I've said the same thing to him. I don't want to, I don't want you to preach at me. Just yeah. listen to me. And there's no, if we, it's not, it's like a mark taken off. It's just, we're learning how to do it. And yeah. we are definitely learners. We're learning how to listen well. Mm -hmm. We need to print t-shirts that say just umi yeah <laughs> because yeah. it is it's such a strong need yeah. Yeah. for all humans to just be heard like i just need you to hear me and yeah. be give me something back don't just stare right. at me right. i need that verbal audible ooh right. that i know you're listening and it allows me to just keep that keep saying what is in there mm. and I love that, Claire. That's beautiful. Yeah. That I love the simplicity of that. Right. It, this is worth reading the book, doing the master classes, because yeah. you will learn yeah. how to become a really good listener. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, wow, mm. love that so much. So every podcast, we end with doing the core emotion wheel. So we would love, yes, there it is. We would <laughs> love for you guys to do the core emotion wheel as we end this podcast wow put me on the spot here wow mm -hmm. okay. just a little um okay so i i felt sad this morning when you didn't come on to me <laughs> you only get 15 seconds per emotion buddy <laughs> Wow. Um, I still feel shame at times with the way I, mm. I treated you. That's still very real. Mm. I feel hurt at times when I don't feel chosen intimately. Mm. Um, it makes me sad at times. Mm. Just because I want to be that intimate, deep connection with you at times it feels sad. I feel, I would say, I feel guilt of 23 years of marriage that I didn't mm. Mm. And I feel 
some fear, not a ton, but like in the next steps of our intimacy. Mm. Just so we don't rehearse what has been before. But I don't say I feel lonely anymore because I love what we have right now. Mm. Wow. And joy. I'm so joyful that we are connected. Yeah. Beyond mm. joyful that we are freaking mm. connected. Mm. <laughs> Beyond mm. joyful. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Dang, dude. I love it. <laughs> cool. I Fab, I feel shame that I was not able to put you first this morning. And mm. mm. sad that happened. Mm. Oh. And yeah, guilty too. Guilty mm -hmm. that actually when I am learning how to do things, I still didn't put you first in, mm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. mm. I feel a little fear of doing this right now. I must have been. <laughs> That's my, my honest thing. <laughs> oh, and I don't, lonely, I don't feel lonely at the moment so that to me that's it doesn't come into mm -hmm. about my joy joy oh joy i feel so joyful that we're able to laugh and just to know that we are building upon something that is a firm foundation you may not experience those right now. if you don't experience those right now do you well, still when's, when's the last time when's the when last when was the last time i felt anger or a big time. <laughs> I felt ang I felt anger at something that happened at at school the over the last couple of weeks. I feel I feel angry when it feels like things in in the school life we have no control over. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and hurt that maybe our voices are not being heard. Okay. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I love it. So good. So it sounds like we could do a whole other podcast on what happened this morning. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, to be continued. Inquiring minds want to know. Thank you guys so much for being vulnerable yeah. and just being willing to be on a podcast mm -hmm. and share your story, right. share the, the pain, share the realness. It right. means the world to us that we have connection coders out there that are willing to do that and yeah. so thank you thank you mm -hmm. and as we always say we do all of this yeah, because you need this you deserve this so let's, let's do, do this. this well thank you so much to fab and claire for both coming on and sharing pieces of your journey and your story with us and being vulnerable about what is happening with you right now in this moment I know it takes a lot of guts to share this with the world, and I just so appreciate any time I get to hear someone else open up. It really helps us all realize that we're not alone, and so many of us are going through such similar paths and moments in our lives. So thank you both so, so much for being here. If you're listening and you're like, okay, yes, we want the tools to communicate. And as they shared, it's so much more than just communicating. I love that Fab said that they've made it through this year and realized that even their own team, they've not lost a single member of their team this year, which just shows 
the level of leadership that they are working in with their staff and the members of their school. I think that's just such a beautiful testament of how the connection codes go so much further than just in your home, but it really is impacting everyone around you. If you're leading a team in your school, in your job, with your extended family, I just thought that was such a beautiful testament of what he said. There's a link in our bio where you can click and take that course, join in our Foundations Masterclass, use the code podcast for 20% off and start your journey today. As always, thank you so much for joining us every single week. Let's do this.